a Maroon Community Media production. As we go marching, marching in the beauty of the day, a million darkened kitchens, a thousand mill lofts gray, are touched with all the radiance that a sudden sun discloses. Linda, Linda Brennan, I'm retired. I'm a retired drama teacher. Bread and Roses is the International Women's Day anthem known by countless women across the world. It originates in America and in a women's strike where they decided they were fighting for bread but they were fighting for roses too. And so from the beginning, it was embracing the idea that we want a better life, a better quality of life, and not just the basics. So when I was doing this, it struck me that the 1915 women were very much like that. They were fighting for basics of the rent, decent rent, but they were fighting to be treated with respect and to gain a better life. And that's what I've tried to put across in the play. So this was very exciting to me that right here in Edmonton there was this kind of nugget of a story about these women that led a rent strike that was actually successful and in a period where they were not only called and criticised for being bad wives and bad mothers but they were also considered to be traitors because the First World War was going on. to love musical because it was the working class popular theatre it was uh, an expression of that and for a good night out people would go to the musical and the songs it wasn't feminist exactly but the female singer the women singers they were a bit risque they they were kind of cheeky they flirted with the men in the audience and so on and Mary Lloyd was the leader performed a lot in Edmonton musical in fact, she died on so her last performance was at Edmonton Musical. But of course, she sang My Old Man Says Follow the Van, a story about eviction. Evictions were so common, sometimes you'd have a family outside waiting to get in, and the old family booted out, the new family just shunted in. Coming over face, what I want now is a good substantial feed, and I sort of kind of feel if I don't soon have a meal. I shall have to rob the linen of its seed. <laughs> My old man says, follow the van and don't dilly-dally on the way. Mary Duggan, I live in Enfield and I've been resident there for most of my life. So I've been asked to play Mary Lloyd, the singer. Very exciting. Um, she's a Totten lady, she's a local lady. I do Cockney voices, so it's just right for me. And, and I can just about sing. I can sing. Uh, so, yeah, and I love costumery, so uh, it's giving me the best uh, position I can have. Uh, the part is um, basically she's a um, musical a lady who wasn't seen as fit enough to perform in front of the king. 
uh, uh, and on the same day that there was a performance for the King, they did this musical thing, and she had a lot of spunk, and she said, are you having a good time to the crowd? And she said, we're having a better time than the King. So she had, she was um, a real um, activist in her own, through her own medium. I shall have to rub the linen of its seed. <laughs> My old man So from singing, before we start with Marie, Marie Lloyd singing, she's going to start on stage and work her way through the audience and do the whole song. So, and the chorus, when she gets to the My Old Man bit, we'll all join in. Whether that stays or not, but we'll try that for now. Is that right? I'm Shirley Mason, also known as Cuban Red. My role in this play is the director. I give thanks for the privilege to be a part of this amazing production and also to be able to utilise the skills that I have and to work with an amazing bunch of people. Community theatre is made up of people who are interested in telling a story, in sharing a laugh with each other as they do it and also learning and honing some skills as they learn about theatre and acting and production. This, this play has many messages enveloped in it, the main one being about the 1915 strike in Edmonton which was led by women and it was successful, they actually managed to secure lower rents and get the landlords turned about face. So that's one of the messages. It's also about the war, memories of the war, but also quite a strong anti-war message in it as well. It's about homelessness, poverty, children, families. It's about home. It's about needing and wanting a home and what people are actually willing to do to make sure they have one. The director has to tease out of the script that they're given to match with place that they're performing in and with the performers that they have which previously you, you mentioned West End skills well usually community theatre people are not West End skills as a director I have to be patient <laughs> um, um, and have an understanding way of working with people so that not only the best comes out for the play, but also the best comes out for them as individuals, helping them to be confident, helping them to realise that they can do it and actually having a really good time together. Summer breeze makes the red poppies dance. The trenches are buried long under the plough. There's no gas, no barbed wire. There's no guns firing now. My name is Philip Fox. I'm playing the part of a elderly gentleman who's visiting the war graves in northern France. Uh, in the current day. It's a hot day. He's wandering through the thousands of graves that are in the war cemeteries in northern France. 
very hot and he's tired. He sees the grave of one young fallen soldier and sits down next and sings the song The Green Fields of France. Well, the play raises question marks about British workers' involvement in the First World War and it also raises the sadness involved at the loss of our finest young men at the front. And the song is a reflection of this. It's very sad at the great loss and also very angry that such a loss was avoided. My name is Ella Wesher and I'm in this play, Bread and Roses. I'm playing the part of Harry, the conscientious objector, Mo, one of the clearers in the pub, the one of the bailiffs. And so Harry is um, basically, he's objecting to the war, the First World War. He's like dead set against it, even though he has um, like a generally nervous disposition, but he feels like so strongly about it that he's managed to kind of overcome that. And he's joined um, with Annie in her protest against it and he helps to support her, um, even though um, she's always getting locked up in prison <laughs> and he's always effectively having to like, look after her when she gets out and they just go on their protests um, together and they're both really vocal about it because um, they just feel really strongly that this war should not have been happening at all and they live together as well but they're not married however the landlord on top of trying to kick them out at one point in one scene he tries to effectively almost tries to judge their relationship effectively tries to judge them for being under the same roof and not married effectively so that kind of old style mentality that oh a man and a woman are living together they must be married and there's something wrong with them if they're not i'm ian inch um from enfield people's theater part i play the main part is a a barman who is not at first a very sympathetic character, but, but he gradually comes round and, and he becomes more human and uh, turns up to be a bit of a goodie in the end. Uh, it, he's actually the manager, in, in fact, because uh, he lives above the pub and the pub's going to be demolished. So he's going to be homeless because most of the, the play is about homelessness to a very large extent. Um, so rent, well, rent strikes and this sort of thing. And um, so he's... Although I suppose he's someone who hasn't really questioned the whole system very much, but it, it's, it's rather focused his mind on, on the way things are, and um, hence his conversion, I suppose. Yeah, my name's Wendy Pettifer, and I play the part of Annie, the suffragette in the play. Well, she's obviously very militant. She's really trying to encourage women in Edmonton to participate both in um, the conscientious objection movement and uh, later on in the rent strike. My name is Cathy O'Leary and my role in the play is Elsie. She's a mother um, of two children. During the play, at one point in the play, her 14-year-old son tries to join up. And she says, get right back home, get back home to Pretoria Road. Sorry, I'm loud. Back to Pretoria Road, you're not going to Gallipoli. And we all know what happened at Gallipoli. So it's very moving, you know. Many of us had grandparents who died in the war or were injured in the war. So it's still, it's still our history. And it's good to learn from it. 1915 and the men are war. 
about the women at home cleaning the floor the landlords have the cars high up the rent it's 1915 it's this the end edmonton green the place we call home soon it will be a moving out zone i'm ashley pedro i'm a singer songwriter and guitarist the song it's to tell a story starting from 1915 and how the rail strike first happened and it evolves into 2023 and how it's happening again and how history repeats itself. When Lizzie told me about what we had to write our song based on, I already had an idea that I wanted to make it into a story. They say, they say that they'll change but they never change. All of us struggling to pay the rent, that's my favourite part. They say they're changing, but never change. Could you take the pride? I sound a notch. It's going high up, just going high up. How's the remorse for us? My name is Lizzie Hart. I'm the company director of Everybody Loves Music. So I think we were delivering programmes and we bumped into to Linda and she asked, you know, kind of whether we could be a part of this production. And we started talking to some of the young people that we were working with and just trying to get them to see if they wanted to write some songs for the production and be involved, basically. My name's Pushan. I am also a singer-songwriter and I do also play guitar as well. It's slightly different in the top because it branches off to what home means to me and that's why I write about in my song about what home should be, a place of love and comfort and happiness. That's a place when I was around 11 or 12. So I did have to stay in emergency accommodation for a couple nights and that was quite scary considering the fact that I was so young and I didn't really understand it at that point but I think now growing up I kind of see how it was quite a stressful situation especially for my family at the time. I want to go where I feel love Be told that I mean it Yeah, my name's Alison. I'm playing a couple of roles. The one I find most enjoyable is the role of Cruella Braverman. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Oh, To Roger. see her is to take a sudden chill. Oh. Cruella. The backdrop of um, the evictions and so on in the modern day is the kind of levelling up idea and the deprivation and stuff that's going on across the country, especially in Edmonton. And we visit the pub that's going to be demolished because we want to have a little photo opportunity and we want to be part of the um, brave new world of knocking down pubs and building luxury flats. I like it because I can kind of make her, you know, bring out all the nastiness that's, that's, that's there. In my, in my role, and also the ridiculousness of some of the stuff that they say. Never forget that we must protect our borders from the foreign invaders in small boats. You know, that is just, you know, it sounds so silly, doesn't it? It kind of, you know, because she is quite heartless, absolutely heartless, and um, particularly in regards to, um, well, anybody actually, but especially people who are refugees that are in trouble that need to come here. That witch, that devil woman, she wants our puppies, that's all she's... Red and Roses is directed by Shirley Mason. Written and produced by Linda Brennan. Performed by Enfield People's Theatre in partnership with Everyone Loves Music. Untold Edmonton is funded by the National Lottery Heritage Fund and administered by Enfield Council.
This podcast is produced by Sovex Low, the Maroon Community Media. Thank you.